I'm Dr. Lara Devgan. I'm a plastic surgeon in New York City, the CEO of Scientific Beauty, and of course, a major beauty enthusiast. You are listening to Beauty Bosses, where we chat with fellow industry leaders who are shaping beauty, fashion, wellness, and all things pretty. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited for this week's episode of Beauty Bosses. I have an amazing guest here, the beautiful and talented Cassandra Gray, founder and creative director of one of my personal favorite shops and online experiences, Violet Gray. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Hi, it's so fun to have you here because I am a personal fan of Violet Gray, as you know. Um, I have my lip and lash products at Violet Gray, and yes. it's been such an awesome experience. Yeah, and we're big fans of yours also, and I know we sought you out, and the product has been pretty incredible because it, I think it sold out pretty quickly, and maybe yeah. it's back in stock now. It's, there, it's back in stock, but it's like doing really well. It yeah. keeps selling out, which is yeah. really amazing. Well, it's very unique to, the, to our offering, and you know, our whole... We exist really to find the best things for all of our customers. We really think about them as having cosmetic wardrobes and we're sort of responsible for building those wardrobes and then maintaining them so that they don't have to. We really look at everything that's out there and as I'm sure you know, there's like, you know, tens of thousands of new products a year and we don't get to test them all, but we do test the ones that we think um, merit being tested and you know we're sort of like the rotten tomatoes of beauty so we test it with a committee of authorities like yourself you should be on our committee I am oh you are yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, I reviewed good. a bunch of stuff like just last month oh so. excellent yeah. so which I think is so me. cool mm-hmm. because you know violet gray is really the industry's beauty edit because I would say you know 10 or 20 years ago, it was almost a problem of not being able to have enough beauty stuff. But now it's the opposite problem where there's way too much stuff. And the problem is how do you figure out what's actually good and how do you not have to go figure it out yourself? And so then you turn to Violet Gray. It's just, it's kind of a very simple problem to solve, but complicated in how you solve it. Because it's about curation, right? Yeah. All these authorities that we believe have the authority to test something or deem something best in class and then organizing those and then getting all of the samples in and getting it out to all of the right cross-section of the committee that would be relevant depending on what product it is. So there's a lot of rigorous testing that goes in and time that it takes to do it. So it's not, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not your sort of typical retail business model. We're really more... You know, we don't even really identify as a retailer. We're really sort of like this band or crew of editors that are, you know, on a mission to curate only the best. And then retail is a part of what we do. Like we make it. It's almost like once we find something and you see just like tables of stuff and then just a little pile of stuff that we've approved, you just, you know, we we feel like we're so excited to tell customers about things that we found and then of course we have to make it available for them to purchase and then that's the commercial aspect of what we do and so that we can continue to do what we do. Yeah. When did you start Violet Gray? We started Violet Gray in really 2013. 
Um, and I started with two women, uh, two female founders, uh, two co-founders, Ariella Feldman and Tiffany Binsley. And yeah, I mean, I think together was really the magic because I was, um, you know, I was a first time founder CEO. And while I'm, you know, I use both sides of my brain, my creative side works better than the business side. <laughs> so I think like the three of us together really made a great CEO, which worked really well in the first few years because we were able to make decisions together. And, and then as you grown, get bigger, right. obviously you can't be making tons of decisions with lots of people. Are you surprised by how quickly it's grown? Or was um, this part of the master well, plan? Well, it doesn't feel quick to me. I mean, you know, I think, you know, running your own business and starting your business and building your business, it's just, I mean, it's kind of for insane people. You really... Completely. You know, I think what, what we all have in common is that we're just obsessive. Like, we can't... It's not that we want to work weekends or nights or think about... It's just like we, we you have can't not, to. Right? It's just... <laughs> You just want to. You just can't stop thinking about what you're doing and building and 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 yeah. I mean, I think we've we've gone through all of the, you know, sort of I guess stereotypical or quintessential startup early stage business problems and hurdles and learned a lot of very good lessons the hard way. So it it feels like maybe it seems like it's grown fast, but for, for me it feels like it's been, you know, 15 or 20 years. Or well, I love this expression in surgery that every overnight sensation is a decade in the making. Right, right. And I kind of feel that way about exactly. me and you and like there, you know, there's a lot of quiet stuff going on in the background yeah. and sleepless nights and midnight candles being burnt. Absolutely. And it's sort of our job to be that, you know, that swan where you're very elegant floating on the top of the <laughs> and then water, your feet are like, feet are like <laughs> crazy <laughs> yeah so yeah I mean I think um you know success is to me success is and has always been being able to attract and um retain a great group of people and you know talent that we get to work with and so when when really talented people that are you know so much smarter than me in so many areas want to like come and work for me or with me I just it's I just I, I cry every time because I just can't believe it I still can't believe it so that to me is what success feels like well you've got if you've gotten a little reputation for having a Midas touch for the beauty industry, and I'm sure you've heard that before, but every product you touch kind of turns to gold, and um, that's probably why everybody is lining up to want to work with you. Thank you. That that I haven't heard that before, but that's that's good. I mean, we we do the work, so yeah, we're really finding the best things. What do you have in mind for the future of Violet Gray? Uh, well, I hope we continue to attract great people that want to work. Us. and um, you know you know I get most excited about the art and the art that I mean for me what I, personally what I'm most passionate and I guess obsessive about is art that really influences behavior and particularly consumer behavior and I think in the world that we live in today everything is it's just all so much information is now available that you really can't get away with not being authentic and transparent. 
so really doing the work and you know what's what's great about being authentic is that it's much easier to be honest you know than rather than manufacture dream worlds which is what I think we used to do in, in the world of luxury branding and building brands we used to sort of create these dream worlds that weren't really real but were exciting to buy into excite, exciting for people to buy into and now I think those dream worlds actually have to be real dream worlds yeah well people don't want that super produced fake version of reality anymore now people want to watch reality tv they want to see their insta story they want the live snapchat coming to them the minute it happens it's sort of all about the behind the scenes and yeah. i think that's interesting and they and they want honesty they want authenticity it's like you know i think like i love kylie jenner and and kim kardashian and what they've been able to build uh in terms of this real life expose that that is is way over the top in a dream world that not a lot of us can imagine that they they authentically are living that way and sharing the way they're living which is you know is authentic to who they are so we're sort of buying into it yeah and they're such smart businesswomen oh way over the top that still works because it's authentic yeah people just want the truth are you thinking that the future of Violet Gray is going to be more in the digital space or more in the physical space or a little bit of both? Um, yeah, I mean, the future of Violet Gray really, I mean, the, the, the dream would be that, you know, like we want that sort of seal of approval, the Violet Code approved sort of stamp that we give products after they've gone through you know, this rigorous testing product, we want that to be, you know, like the organic sticker that you look for when you go to the grocery store. You know, like you go and you see the tomatoes and one is organic and one is not and you want the organic one. You Mm -hmm. just know it's better. And Mm -hmm. we want you to be able to recognize when you see that mark that this has been tested, it's been vetted, it's been vetted against a lot of other products in that category and that you can trust that this is, you know, the best one based on efficacy and and you know a lot of things packaging who's behind the product i think our customers now we're we're finding that they really care about who is making the product and who is running the company and how they're running the company like how they hire people and how they fire people and how they care about the people that work for them and also of course the customer so that's that's kind of a new thing that people are really looking at because they have so many choices of where to spend their time and money and they you know they really like to support people that are really passionate about what they do and um, take it really seriously like you do obviously and um, and also just female entrepreneurs are really interesting right now and particularly there's so many in beauty which is so cool it's really cool because it's kind of like tech in that there's like young businesses that are are being are going from you know a million to a billion dollar valuation like in a matter of years which oh, is yeah. just like it's amazing it's, right it's just it blows the mind it really but it's also cool because it's like women taking back the beauty space yeah you know it kind of like with what i do over 90% of 
board-certified plastic surgeons are men, but over 90% of our patients are women. Wow. And so it creates this very weird dichotomy where for many years, male surgeons, some of whom are extremely talented, and I don't mean anything negative about anyone's gender, but you know, it was this situation where male surgeons were creating and delivering a beauty standard for women. Mm-hmm. And it can be a little destabilizing. You can almost feel a little unmoored if you come of age into a system like that. Now, I know it's really interesting with the sort of male-female thing. And, you know, I never like doing anything that's sort of, you know, exclusionary. Or, yeah, me you know, I, I think it's... But, you know, when you think about sort of supporting women in business, and particularly a business that is sort of largely about women, uh, I think that's changing, though. I mean, I'm finding that, you know, for Violet Bear, we have a lot of men customers. there, and, and, and it used to be like they were sort of closet um you know product guys like they weren't really talking about it but now (laughs) it's kind of it's kind of like a display of 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 power or sort of I've made it like you know like rappers are like I've got the Range Rover and I've got my skincare routine you know like it's like um but I think when supporting female entrepreneurs right now for me it feels it feels okay because you're just sort of like leveling the playing ground. It's not like you're saying, oh, I'm not going to support you because you're a guy. It's just that you're going to pay equal attention. Exactly. before maybe we weren't doing that. Yeah, I love that. Well, I could talk to you all day and night because I think you have such a cool story, but I wanted to close by asking you, um, what kind of advice would you give to the next generation of um, women and men? We have a lot of young listeners in this podcast who are kind of thinking about starting a business, who are interested in the digital space, people who love beauty. Do you have any business advice? Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it is like entrepreneurship has become sort of the new, you know, movie star. It's like the American dream. And I think people really aspire to, to be an entrepreneur and to build a company. And I would say that... Um, you know, joining a company or join partnering with with people that are building something, is is also really great. And starting something on your own, is is an incredible thing. But also, such a lifestyle, and it's really hard to have, you know, anything else going on. So if you you know are interested in in you know, a life outside of work, I think it's pretty hard to take on that commitment, at least in the beginning. So it's kind of has to be at the right time. And, you know, if you, if you have the support of your family, or if you're just starting out and on your own, or, you know, you just really have to commit. So be ready to do that. And just know that it's way more of a commitment than you ever even imagined. Yeah. Well, that's amazing, and we can't wait to see all the exciting things that you're up to next. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for for being here. This was awesome. Mm